everyone, Rhonda Cohen here, firefighter, EMT, registered dietitian, certified sports nutritionist. Welcome to the Firefighting Female Podcast. Welcome to Firefighting Female. With me today is Dr. Manya Cohen. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Rhonda, for having me. I'm really happy to be here today. Thank you. Today, we are going to be talking about I Rest Yoga Nidra, and that is something that you have recently gotten interested in. Um, yeah, I've, I did some initial training in 2015, so I've been incorporating it in uh, some of my psychotherapy. I incorporate it in my yoga and my yoga therapy. Um, and it's amazing um, healing and transformative um, uh, yoga practice. And it was actually developed by the military in the early 2000s. And Richard Miller, um, he's a PhD psychologist, was called by some researchers um, at Walter Reed in Bethesda or in Silver Spring, Maryland, um, to help um, develop this um, uh, healing yoga program for wounded um, combat veterans. And um, so he was called in and it was really effective. They were doing all kinds of research studies and found it really effective to help heal um, the psychological trauma that these um, veterans had experienced. And they asked Richard to come up with a different name because in the early 2000s, yoga wasn't something that they could really wrap, the military could wrap their head around. So he did some kind of asking other lots of other people, and he came up with the name um, Integrative, um, which is a small I, and then Restoration, which is um, the rest. So it's called I Rest Yoga Nidra. And, you know, yoga has been around for like over 45,000 years, but the military wasn't comfortable with that name. So the integrative part is that, that uh, yoga nidra um, can really help um, a person become a fully functioning, integrated, um, healthy human being. And then the restoration part is about restoring joy, happiness, feelings of well-being, you know, for somebody who's experienced a traumatic experience. And I've actually found that um, I rest yoga nidra helps everybody. You know, you might have depression, anxiety, insomnia. You don't have to have gone through a horrific trauma to find benefit from it. That's wonderful. Yeah. And you might be asking, like, well, what does this have to do with first responders? <laughs> because right, that's what, right, right. you know, firefighters, police officers, EMTs, uh, you know, first responders. You know, in my experience, I find that military service personnel and first responders have a lot of commonalities. And one is in the their day-to-day -day, um, professional duties, they're actually, they either hear about, witness, or actually experience death human suffering, lots of traumatic experiences as a uh, military service personnel or a first responder, and they're not able, you know, to process their feelings or their emotions before going on to the next crisis, mm -hmm. right? Right. You know, it, and so you just sort of push it all down and move on to the next thing. Right, right. Yes, very common. And it's also 
not just the calls we run, but, you know, moral injury, too, things that can happen in the station that this is helping with. Oh, moral injury. Mm -hmm. Which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Another commonality that I see is this warrior culture that both the military has and first responders have. And Shannon McQuaid writes about it in her book, um, The Conscious Warrior, that's all about yoga for first responders. But it's, you know, that suck it up, be a man, don't cry, don't show your emotions. Right, right. Just keep it moving. <laughs> yep, just keep it moving. So, you know, you push it down. And the best thing you could probably do is go on another call, take on another shift, you know, go for another deployment. Right. Um, because... You know, then you don't really experience the pain, the emotional pain. And for both military and first responders, there's really not a space for that, right? That's um, right. There's not a space or a time or the environment, you know, for that to happen. This is fascinating. So is it the same type of yoga that one would do with postures or is it breathing? Does it combine the two? Great question. And I just want to talk about one more commonality and then I'll answer that sure. one. So one one other commonality that I see is the camaraderie, the support that both military personnel have and first responders, that that's also part of the culture, right? right? It's such a big part of the culture. And, you know, sometimes it's like your second family or for some people, it's their first family. That's a really positive part of being in one of those professions. So IRES Yoga Nidra is actually a guided sleep-like meditation. So it's very different than a regular yoga practice. I've done it before where I might have 20 or 30 minutes of movement, and then they go into this <laughs> guided sleep-like meditation, which is really cool. And then if you're familiar with Shavasana, mm, my you know, favorite part of yoga, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really the most important part because you're just letting go of all the doing and you're just being. And how often do we really get a chance to just be and let everything else go? So sometimes I make my Shavasana into a I rest yoga nidra portion of the class. I think I have done this with you now that you're talking more about this. The class that you and Dave did for us at the station before Thanksgiving, I think that after Dave did his portion and we did a very quick Shavasana, you came in right after that. Yes. And we were still in Shavasana, you know, laying flat yep. and rested. And if this is correct, is this what you had done with us? Yes. Okay. So literally, <laughs> I felt like. I know I was flat on the ground, but I felt like I fell down because I was so rested. Like, I just felt my body go sink. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And when we came out of this, I have never felt more rested and energized than I did after that. It was amazing. So now that we're talking about yeah. this and I've experienced this, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It really is something that is so beneficial. And I hope that people start to embrace this culture more because I know for some people it's not as glamorous as throwing around heavy weights or you know running miles and miles and miles but it's such a phenomenal mind-body connection and it just really invigorates everything yeah and and you're right you sort of you know you sunk down and I think 
you know, a lot of times you're sort of hovering between sleep and wake. Like it's almost like you're half conscious. Yes. And a lot of times people fall fully asleep, which I think is great, too, because they're so relaxed, you know, that they fall asleep. And if you're a first responder or you're military service personnel, you're often in your um, sympathetic nervous system, that fight flight mode, because you're on high alert. And your body's releasing those stress hormones, the cortisol. And if your body is really used to being in that state all the time, it's really hard to relax Mm -hmm. and to just be because you're hypervigilant, you're on high alert. And it's really not good for your health to be like that all the time. Right. You know, and so I think one of the things about iRest Yoga Nidra is that it helps you to let go of that and be relaxed enough so that you can either sleep or kind of hover in between both states. Yeah, and it's regenerating for, I think, all processes of the body, too, because you figure you're probably able to better manage blood glucose, uh, remove any GI upset, and you're allowed allowing yourself to rest. Maybe it will improve sleep. Oh, yeah. And just better functionality, muscle relaxation, Releasing cortisol happens all the time, like you said, as first responders. This helps to control the release of cortisol. It probably helps with inflammation. Amazing. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. Um, and if we have a couple of minutes, I more minutes, I just wanted to talk about there's 10 principles yeah. of and we and we did some of these when when you did um, you know I rest yoga nidra with me. So one of those is affirming your life's purpose Mm -hmm. or your heart's deepest desire. And having a life's purpose helps you to get up and get out of bed in the morning and, and stay motivated no matter how you're feeling. And what's really interesting about this, and I see some of these cutting across multiple different kinds of domains that I come across. Are you familiar with the blue zones? No. So these are five places in the world where people live healthier, longer, satisfying lives into their 80s, 90s, and 100s without heart disease, without dementia, without diabetes, and and things that older Americans typically experience. So research has not been able to show like, oh, a plant-based diet is better than eating meat or exercising three days a week is better than, you know, every day. They haven't really determined those kinds of things. But what they've been able to do is determine about 10 characteristics that people who live in these different zones have. And um, by the way, one of the zones is in the U.S. It's Loma Linda, California. (laughs) It's the only one in the U.S. But anyway, one of those 10 characteristics is having a life's purpose. You know, so if you're 90 or 100 years old, you're still a valued member of your community or your family. And you're, you know, maybe your role is the garden or taking care of kids or cooking or whatever it is. And so in I Rest Yoga Nidra, it's important to affirm that for yourself, too, that you have a purpose or um, a goal that you're you know, reaching toward. So that's number one. And then number two is setting an intention. 
And you know, in yoga class, we always do that, right? right? Set an intention for today's practice. In I rest, Richard Miller talks about the intention as being kind of like um, seeds, you know, that you plant, cultivate, uh-huh. um, and that they bloom and grow into your life's purpose. It's almost like your compass, mm-hmm. you know, to, in the direction that you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. This, it's all making sense as you put this together. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and then the third one is inner resource. So this is affirming within yourself an inner refuge, like a place inside yourself where you feel confident and you don't feel judged and you can be yourself. And if you, you know, a lot of times people can't really find that within themselves, but they can imagine a place, you know, like a place they've been to or maybe a place that they'd like to go, like to the beach or into the woods someplace where they can be themselves without concern and that and and you use all of your senses sense of taste smell and as you know you know smell and taste and sometimes even sounds you know bring up memories absolutely you know and emotions like oh my gosh my grandmother's cookies right. or you know so inner resource that's a third one and then there's a lot of body sensing and breath sensing so you're sort of doing a body scan as part of it you're focusing on the breath which is just as important as movement in yoga and then there's a couple of other ones one is learning to go like opposite being aware of opposite emotions and then thoughts so there's all of these things in this guided meditation that you're going through and you may be sleeping so you might not hear (laughs) most of it but if you're awake that's what's happening and then those are embedded in some core beliefs which i've seen cut across so many different therapies and you've probably heard heard them as well there's several of these but i'm just going to give you a few that that i really value and think are important one is not to judge yourself right that there's no good or bad or right or wrong it's just being in the moment Mm -hmm. just as you are Mm -hmm. and then another one is that you're doing the best you can and i know people struggle with this one a lot i I often hear people say oh but they're not even trying like they're not doing the best they can they can they can do better and it's true you can do better you can try harder and you're doing the best you can with what you have right in this moment don't be so hard on yourself yeah yeah exactly exactly and that goes along with the with the non-judgment too right yes right and then a couple of more one is awareness so you're just kind of aware of what's coming up now you know are there are you noticing any emotions or sensations in your body that those internal sensations in your body are you aware of them and also acceptance and that's one of my favorite ones because people often have this misperceived um, idea of acceptance that if you accept it that that means you like it you know or you have to settle for it but it doesn't it just means that you accept what is and if you can accept it what is in this moment then you, you won't be stuck. You can move forward. And if you think about it, like if you can't accept it, then you're going to say, oh, well, what if? What if? Or have lots of self-doubt or feel guilty. And then you're going to stay stuck 
you know, where you don't want to be. But if you can just accept it, you know, like, oh, I need to have a healthier diet or this relationship I am, I'm in just is not right for me. If you can just accept it, then you can move forward. Right. Yeah, we always say fall forward because you can pick yourself up and keep moving as opposed to falling backwards. I think about a turtle falling backwards on their shell and not being able to get back up. Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That one. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think these um, principles cut across a lot of different domains and, you know, you might say them differently. But they, they are all sort of point in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I think we're all perfect in our own way. We just have to accept ourselves and continue to move forward, just continue to learn, continue to grow and have a connection within yourself as all of this is showing a mind-body connection. And it all starts there. And once you're accepting of yourself, the sky's the limit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know Dave, you know, always says in his yoga practice, you're perfect just the way you are. Yes, he does. And I love that. <laughs> yep. And I saw a poster on a wall at a school I used to work at that said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. You know, and that's so true. That is so true. I love that. That is yeah. so true. That's yeah. perfect. This is amazing. I did not really know much about I Rest Yoga Nidra. And I'm so grateful that you're explaining everything. I think it's one of the best kept secrets. I mean, it's just, um, it really, it's amazing. It's an amazing healing and transformative practice. Now, where can people find this type of a program? Do they have things online that they can do or do they have to seek out a class wherever they may live? I know the Veterans Administration website will have some information and there's a lot of military bases that offer IRS Yoga Nidra. Um, I actually um, have a book that's by Richard Miller called I Rest Yoga Nidra, and that's available to anybody, whether you're a professional or not a professional. You can get that book on Amazon, and it really walks you through the different steps. And if, if anyone wants more information, I can help them find a class. Um, if they want to email me or call me, I'm available for that, too. Okay, what is an email address that they can get you at? In e my email address is doctor, so it's dr.manyacohenyoga at gmail.com. Perfect. And I think what we can do, maybe, if you are willing, is actually have you conduct something that we can record. Oh, I would love to do that. Yeah. And that way, the listeners and the followers can always do this, follow your practice. I would be happy. To, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think this would get people to understand, hey, this is something that we really need just to regenerate ourselves. I love when you said the word intention because we set resolutions. Resolutions set us up for failure, but intentions do not. Mm -hmm. So an intention can be to try this out. And you know what? It might work for you. It might not. You might accept it. You might not. But always be open to new things. Try this. I know for myself, once I started to do a practice with you and with Dave, it's changed my life. And my entire being, I used to just be physical, physical and ignore the mental and the mind and body connection. And now I have that and I am much more tolerant of things. I let things go that once bothered me. I feel better about myself. I feel more rested. I get better sleep as a result of all of this. And my interactions with people are much more calm. It's changed my life, too, and that's why I do so much yoga. I do it for myself, yeah, too, and then I love to pay it forward you know, to other people. 
I thank yeah. you. I thank you for this. So everybody out there, listen. I rest. Yoga Nidra. <laughs> We're going to give it a try, and we will have Dr. Manya record a lesson for us. Sure. I'd love to do that. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, Rhonda. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay safe, take care of each other, and most of all, thank you for your continued dedication to the community you serve. Mm-hmm.